Welcome to the Life with B podcast, a fresh perspective on modern living. We're thrilled to be joined today by Tegan Gerard, founder of Half Bake Harvest, the immensely popular food blog. She has over 3.8 million followers and is also a New York Times bestselling author. Her third book, titled Half Bake Harvest Every Day, will be released later this month. How we got her to agree to speak with us, we'll never know. <laughs> But we're grateful to have her. Yay. Thanks for coming. I'm so excited to be on. Thank you guys for asking me. Well, we're just going to jump right in because we have a lot of things to chat about today. So one of the things that we love getting are your nine favorite things posts. Those are really fun. Obviously, we love the recipes, which by the way, I made the Gordito tacos last night and they were delicious. So thank you. I saw your nacho recipe on your stories today too. That stuff is yeah. happening on Sunday. Yes. We're loving all your, your Mexican inspired yes. items. Those are always a crowd pleaser. We love Mexican over here. So I'm glad you guys enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Awesome. Well, your nine favorite things, what inspired you to create those for us and send it out? And how are you introduced to the new brands and products that you share? So nine favorite things started a while ago. I can't really remember the year that I started it. And originally they were so much shorter than they are now. Like I actually started them as more of like an easy post to write on Sundays. It's just like something that wasn't food, but also I was able to share what was going on with the family, what I was doing in my life. Some of the, you know, and then it kind of evolved into so much more because people just started really enjoying them and, you know, looking forward to them on Sundays. And, you know, now people read them, they I get emails and, and messages on Instagram all the time that like, it is what they look forward to more than like the morning news or paper or whatever. And they're just so excited to read them. So they've really, really quite evolved. And, you know, now I just kind of like, there's so much fun to write because I talk so much about food all the time. So these are kind of like a place for me to just share my other interests. Sure. You know, I love skincare. I love fashion. I love home, like kind of all of those things. And then, you know, I think that it can be really difficult to find really high quality products and things that like, you know, you get seen, you get shown so many things on Instagram and TikTok and you're like, oh, you know, it's so much advertising and I want to buy that. And you know, I'm never going to recommend junk. I'm never going to recommend something I don't use. So I think it's just like a really nice source for people to be able to know that like, if I'm talking about this, like I really love it, or I'm really excited to try it. And I've looked into the brand or the ingredients that they're using or whatever. So I have fun with it. There are a lot of work to put together, but uh, it's fun. And I love to be able to like kind of give that to people and offer something totally different than food. So um, as for where the products come from, I mean, they're just things that I see that I like or are sent to me and I try. And then I'm just like all over the internet all the time. So, um, you know, yeah, I'm one of those people who would rather read that than the news. (laughs) (laughs) The news, the news is difficult. Um, yeah, for sure. That's a nice way to put it. Yes. Thank you. It has been a challenge. It has been a challenging couple of years, right? (laughs) Um, so my daughter is 16. She's the one who introduced me to you and your brand several years ago. Do you remember being 16? Well, did you live, were you out there in Colorado then, or were you still back in Rocky river when you were that age? No, we, so we were on and off in Colorado. Um, we moved like technically when I was in 
eighth grade, but we still had a house in Cleveland and like the market was horrible then. And I think it took like four years to actually sell our house. So we just rented for those like first four years here in Colorado. And then we also, okay, cool. Yeah. And then we also rented out our house in Cleveland. And so we were kind of back and forth, like we were here in the winters and then in Cleveland in the summer. Good for you. That's fun. Do you have any advice for 16 year old girls? (laughs) That's a really a hard age. It's a hard time, right? It's a very hard time. I know. I would say that, you know, it's so hard because I feel like everybody says, it's like, you just have so much to learn at 16. And it's so hard to wrap your head around like, you know, things that aren't your friends and school and boys, you know? Right. Um. So, you know, I think that social is such a huge part of kids lives now. And I think it's really cool if you can definitely find someone that is actually great to follow and, and shares really like, good content that isn't just kind of like junk. And what really helped me was finding an interest that wasn't just Mm -hmm. uh, like material things and and just my friends and, you know, like all of that. So I started, that's kind of when I started cooking and it was such a nice thing to be able to come home and do after school that like didn't have anything to do with schoolwork. I was able to be creative, use my hands, help out my family. So I think that's really, really nice. I love that. That's great. So you have a new book coming out on February 22nd, I think. It's called Half-Baked Harvest Every Day, Recipes for Balanced, Flexible, Feel-Good Meals. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. That's pretty amazing. What kinds of recipes can we look forward to seeing in this third edition? Um, So the recipes in this book are kind of geared a little bit more towards uh, health and balance and, you know, just, I mean, there, the ice is not a health food book by any means, but the recipes definitely are a little bit lighter than, you know, maybe they, you see in December and things like that. They're kind of more vegetable focused, more, um, you know, there's some more gluten-free dishes and there's lots of vegetarian recipes, but everything is just still also very, it's just kind of like a nice balanced, wholesome cookbook. It uses all real food ingredients, you know, the desserts are mostly, you know, no processed sugars and things like that. There's lots of gluten-free things, which is nice because I think that people really are looking for that now. Um, so it's kind of just a little bit more of like a wholesome cookbook, awesome. but still so much flavor because you guys saw my recipes, you know, we don't like boring dishes around here. So lots of flavor stuff. So. I know. How do you eat? Like what meals are you prepping for yourself? Is, do these recipes come out of just you testing out stuff for you and your family? I I mean, pretty much, you know, for instance, I don't even live at home, but I still see my family every single day because we're, we're literally neighbors. Um, and right now, you know, we have my parents have a very full house. Uh, most of my brothers are home my cousins are here. There's just always so many things happening. So there's really a lot of people kind of flowing in and out of Colorado. Um, so there's always new inspirations. And really why I started cooking is because I, I love to cook for people and I love to be able to provide them with something that they're like so excited about. And, um, you know, it's so easy for me to do. And it's people do really get so excited about food and they appreciate when someone spends time on a meal. Um, so th- I kind of grab a lot of inspiration from them and really just like what they're wanting. And then I create. That's awesome. 
Yeah, you would be like the dream cousin to have. I know Sorry, we Rich. need her. I know. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not. Trust me, I am not an angel. I have my flaws, and um, my whole family will tell you that I I work too much, so they they see me, but they see me only in like uh, when I'm working. They'll just come and hang out and whatever. So it's like right. I'm a very we make it work, but you know I have my flaws. I'm not perfect here, guys. <laughs> Sure. Well, don't we all, you know, Elizabeth yeah. is neighbors with her parents as well. Yes. Yeah, so my so we love that parents live four doors down and my brother's two blocks away. And then Bridget's just around the corner. So we're living that same we life it. and it's so fun, but we're not eating the good food. No, that's the small town um, mentality right there. And I mean, some people would hate living next to their parents, but I, I, it's, you know, I always thought I would have, but now that I have kids, it's a dream, right? They're, it's like permanent babysitters. <laughs> so <Exactly. nice. laughs> um, no, it's, it's fun. And it's a great way to be able to see your family daily, you know? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But have distance. Yeah. Right. A little bit. Yes. Yeah, so you can just... also close the door and lock it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> gotta, gotta love the door, the separate buildings, all of it. Yeah. Exactly. We um, read somewhere that your cooking philosophy is to be bright, beautiful, and positively cozy. We're obsessed with that. We're obsessed with the word cozy. Right. We love cozy and um, all concepts of cozy, particularly this time of year when we're using the word quite a bit and all that the coziness embodies. But um, usually we're talking about in the context of interior design. So what does cozy mean for you as it relates to food? I love cozy. It's currently snowing and it's, you know, cozy. Oh, oh, I love that. Yeah. So cozy in terms of food for me is just, you know, it still means lots of color because I don't, I mean, I photograph all the recipes that I create. So I'm, I'm like, that's kind of how I create the recipes, to be honest with you, is I really kind of visualize them in my head and how they're going to look and how I can make it not only taste delicious, but also be appealing to the eye because we, I've always said, and I truly believe this, that we really do eat with our eyes first, especially when it comes to kids. So if it doesn't look good, you know, you're just not going to eat it or you're not going to be excited to eat it at least. So that's kind of how I create them. But I mean, like, you know, cozy is kind of like those comfort foods that we grew up eating in a way but like reinvented you know like I made and it's so popular it's so funny I made like a healthier version of hamburger helper and that's cozy it's yes it's yes. it's creamy yes. but it's like and creamy and it's made in a healthier way but it's like that's the dish that so many of us grew up eating and we love that we can enjoy it you know as adults without processed ingredients yes. so that's kind of like what cozy means to me and Aww. um you know slow braised you know, slow cooked dinners and things like that, like chili on cold days with beer bread. That's, that's cozy to me. Oh, that's awesome. That, yeah. All things carbs are cozy. To me. Right, so right. I, I am not afraid of the carbs. So. No, <laughs> I know. life is too short. Yes. I agree. I agree. Um, so when I do actually cook, it feels a lot like design to me. I feel like the ingredients are the architecture of the dish and then you can add your own personal touch. Oh, I love that. Um, 
I think that your visuals are so striking. I love to know that you photograph it yourself. I feel like you've come up with some really beautiful standards there. Oh, thank you. You know, what are, what are the tenants that give that like you abide by stylistically? Cause I noticed that it crossed over even into your own barn and interiors. And so obviously you have a really strong perspective. Yeah, I am the most visual person I think you could ever meet. Like, please don't ask me to read anything. Like, just give me photos. (laughs) If you have directions, I just want to see the photos and I can can figure it all out from that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I'm just very much a visual person. So originally growing, all growing up, I wanted to go into fashion, wanted to do fashion styling, like loved clothes, loved shopping, like loved it all. And also interior design. I I literally redesigned my bedroom every single weekend. Like that's how I was Uh too. Uh Yeah. (laughs) My parents also were like, you know, all the houses are kind of older and things like that. And we had an older house and my bedroom was above the kitchen. And they're like, it's just all you would hear all weekend long is Tegan shuffling around her bed and like her dresser. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, I don't even know how she moved all this stuff, but she moved it. And I had a tiny, <laughs> I had a tiny room. So that's what I was doing. And then, you know, if I wasn't doing that, I was like with my grandma, she, we would go shopping all the time. And she had this mannequin in her bedroom that she would let me dress up with she was like a very stylish person um that she would let me dress up so I'd always like go into her closet and she would all the designer things and whatever but um oh that's so cool so I really grew up and I still love it to this day you know and I got into fashion design school and all that stuff but I really grew up saying I'm, I'm gonna go into fashion styling and I switched gears a little bit and transitioned that into food and how I can you know, how can I make food beautiful? The bottom line is, is I really love to make everything look pleasing to the eye and beautiful. And I definitely get that from my grandma. She was like the perfect host entertainer, her house, like every time she entertained, it was so pretty. And like everything that she did was just pretty well done, like all of those things. So I love to make things look pretty. And I think it kind of just rolls over into most aspects of my life because I am so visual and I love to see things you know, to my eye that are unique and, you know, like, and definitely cozy is my vibe all around for uh, interiors, for style, for cooking. So I think it just kind of like rolls over into everything. That's so neat. Yeah. I feel like you can really appreciate the beauty of your surroundings. So it's like, that's what you're creating for other people too. Mm -hmm. And I think what's also so unique about you is that you also have such a relatable and approachable tone and the food's delicious. So it doesn't feel like it's so far out there that other people can't do it. What would you say, and maybe it's just coming from a big family, but what do you attribute your authenticity to and, you know, what keeps you grounded? Um, you know, I, a hundred percent, my family uh, keeps me grounded for sure. I mean, <laughs> they're a rough crowd. So yeah, like your brothers won't let you get away with anything probably. I, I, no, I mean, even when I say something on Instagram, they'll call me out and they'll be like, that's no, we we're this or we're that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. So my family's pretty great. I feel pretty lucky, um, you know, especially with like a big family. Sometimes big families don't all get along and like to be together and 
that's not the case with us. We're together too much. Um, but uh, I think that, you know, when I was a teenager, that, you know, 16-year-old girl, I struggled so much. I didn't like school. And it wasn't really because I didn't have friends. But, like, I just didn't feel like I was ever able to be myself in school and, you know, around uh, my friends at school and things like that. So I think I was kind of lucky in a way to discover at a young age that like, you just, you just got to be yourself because it's like, you'll get tired of trying to be someone you're not, or, you know, it's like, it just, you be yourself, embrace who you are because totally. and I, yeah. oh, I mean, and I still am like my worst critic. I'm the hardest on myself than anyone else. But, uh, you know, I think that you have to, what I've really realized over the years is that like the things that make you different and are really what make you stand out and you have to kind of embrace those and just be who you are because especially with the internet these days, people like see through all the fakeness. And I think there's so much fakeness on the internet, you know, and it's hard. It's a really hard space to immerse yourself in and also work in. So I just think that if you're not being yourself, you're never going to get to where you really want to be. So like I have flaws and I embrace them. I just, I feel like that's a lesson that it takes a lot of people a whole lifetime to learn. So that's really, I'm really impressed. Yeah. Fortunate for you that you've been able to you know, have that experience and really make the most out of it. I heard a quote the other day. It was like, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Mm -hmm. And yeah, really embracing. I I just think that's a terrific message. I think we can all relate, you know, I'm 39 Bridget's 44. We've lived a lot of life and you know, that's where we're at. For sure. I I think that it's really a hard thing to be yourself, but once you realize it, it's like, it's the only way to do it. And it's just, especially in terms of things when you are in a creative space or any, any aspect of your life, it's like, nobody can do what you can do well, better than you can do it. So just do what you do and do it the best of your ability. So I don't know. I also found too, I wonder if this was your experience. It was like, as you were growing personally, that you also saw your professional self growing too. I feel like those things always do go hand in hand. It's like the more you're willing to be yourself, the better the outcome is. For sure. The more I have put myself out there, like, I mean, it's scary, but it's, it's, what's really cool is I kind of grew up with my community. And I think that they really see me from the age of you know, I had just turned 19 when I started. So that's crazy. really seen me grow. An awesome journey. Yeah, they've really seen me grow. And uh, it's so funny. Like you'll look back on old things and you're just, I cringe, but I'm just like, <laughs> right, right. well, we've, we've come a long way. So that's great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that was, this will be my last quote of our session here, but it was like, um, <laughs> don't compare yourself to other people, compare yourself to a previous version of yourself. And that's where you can really see the progress. And it sounds like that's been your experience. So I think it's great for people to know, even with the success that you've had that, you know, you still have to show up for yourself each day and put your best foot forward. It's not without effort. Right. For sure. I think too, also like something, there's just something to be said about just showing up every day and doing it and doing the work. Yep. It's just like, mm-hmm. you, it might not be your best day ever, but 
just do your best and give it a try Mm -hmm. and, you know, just go for it. My dad has this thing that he says, you don't know what the good days are without the bad days. And I just think that it's like, yes, dad, (laughs) nobody wants a bad day, of course, but it's like, well, if you don't have your bad days, you don't know what a good day is. That's good. Well said. Well said, dad. (laughs) Do you like to listen to music when you cook Tegan? I literally know nothing about music. Like I, we're going to send you a Spotify playlist. We'll send you a list that you can jam out to. Uh, you know, most of my brothers are like, they like music. So my younger brother who creates all of the video content, um, he films and edits or whatever. He always picks the songs and stuff like that. I'm like, I just am so bad. I listen to podcasts oh. More, oh, yeah. more often than anything else. He does a good job. They're fun. Yeah. I like the songs. That's so fun that you've been able to have a lot of people in your family working with you on a regular basis. Y- yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> interesting sometimes but it's it's nice it's great because you know (laughs) nobody really has your back or knows you better than your family so right um I can trust them 100 percent yeah that's great that's really fun um I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your renovations if we can kind of pivot yes the barn I love the whole concept feels it sounds like it's a bit of a compound Um, what really stood out to me is, well, not only the style that pantry is Mm -hmm. like to die for what, well, I feel like we talked about this a little bit with the exploration of style. I, it really stood out to me that you said you lived through your renovation and it was just a terrible experience. I've had that same thing happen. I mean, can you just sort of step through that with us a little bit? Like what that whole journey was like? Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of people can relate to that because, you know, we want to renovate our homes, we want to make our spaces beautiful, but like, well, we're living in them and not all of us have, you know, the means to be able to (laughs) go live in a second home or go vacation for whatever. Go somewhere else, Um, right. So I think that a lot of us probably experience that. And I don't know if it's the area that I live in being such a remote place and things like that, but oh my God, building is miserable and Mm -hmm. so, so difficult. Nothing (laughs) is ever done on time. Everybody tells you one thing and it really doesn't happen. So yeah, it was quite an experience. I don't recommend that, but it's probably something that a lot of people have to do, like I said, and it's still not finished to this day. So (laughs) it's definitely been a long time. Have you grown to love your kitchen cabinets yet? Or do you still not like them? I, did I say that somewhere? You I did. still do not like them. I love the ones that I have in the studio. They're beautiful. Okay. Um, but the ones in my house. Yeah. Those were the ones think, you said you didn't like. Yeah. We paid so much money for them. And I swear they're real wood. But like, if you look at them, I'm like, it's like plastic. Like, it's so weird. Oh. Um, um. And yeah. So no, don't love them. But uh you know, I'm actually really excited. We're working with, uh, so we're starting to work with an interior designer to kind of like help finish the space and just kind of like bring it all together because I would love to do it. But as you guys, I'm sure know, it's so time consuming and it it really is a full-time job Mm -hmm. redesigning anything or designing anything. So um, getting some help in that department. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like we've had the fortune of working with some really creative and talented people, but it does come down to like 
sometimes logistics, bandwidth, budget. (laughs) Yeah. The whole thing. And really finishing a space. I mean, lucky for me, it means that I get to have a career out of it. Right. So yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, this is sort of a random question, but were you surprised by your success at all? And like, what has that been like for you? A hundred percent. Yes. I mean, I still ask myself every single day, like, why do these people follow me? I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, but you know, when I started, it was really more, you know, something that my mom was like, well, Hey, just do this. Give it a try. You're cooking a lot. And um, you read some food blogs or whatever and just try it. And I was just like at a place in my life where I'm kind of like, what do I do next? Like I had graduated early from high school when I had graduated with an associate's degree. So it was two years of college. Mm. Um, and I was like, I don't know what I want to major in. Like, I don't, don't know what I want anymore. Like I was, I was kind mm-hmm. of just like that confused 18 year old or whatever. Yeah. Like, not really sure what she wants. And I don't really know how it all went down, but I mean, I just, I wrote the first post and I, I never stopped literally barely missed one day in all of these years. Wow. Um, and I guess when I saw the momentum is when I like kept going. So I don't, I don't think about it though. Like I don't really mm-hmm, think about yeah. it as success. Like I'm nowhere near where I want to be. So I just don't really think of, I don't, I, just, I don't know. I don't think about that. So, but yeah, it's a surprise to me for sure. Well, that likely is where your authenticity comes from is like, you're not doing it for like, maybe you're writing the blog post even for yourself, right? You're not thinking of all the people that are following you or what it means like strategically. And I think that is really telling and it makes it feel like, you know, you are sharing who you are with people. Like people are coming along for the ride with you, which is really appealing. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. I think people love that. It's so inspiring. And that's, what's neat is just like you said, watching you grow up a little bit and seeing the journey that you're on and taking us with you. Oh, well, thank you. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. If you weren't a cook, what do you think you would want to be? Uh, I would definitely hope that I would go into fashion or fashion or interior, but probably fashion. So cool. Yeah. That's really neat. I love it. Obviously you're a super creative person and that's where you're supposed to be. That's really neat. <laughs> Um, a last question for you is what is your favorite meal and your mm. favorite place to be? Ooh, everybody always asks me this and it's like, it's like picking your favorite child or something. And also it's like, what? <laughs> it's, it's like, well, what, is, what's the weather doing? I'm so much of a, like, what's the weather doing? Okay. Yes. Person. So, That's you know, how like, you That's how I am. Yep. Right now I'd be like, you know, something like chili and beer bread or whatever, you know, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, my dad makes this pasta dish that's just like he made it when I was a kid, and it's like probably not the most awesome thing that you could eat in the world, but I love it, so it's definitely one of my favorites. And then, place that I love to be I mean, again, it changes with the seasons. Like, right now, I'm still enjoying winter, shockingly. I love that it's snowing mm-hmm. right now, I'm super cozy here, so very kind of honestly just happy to be here, but I mean. I honestly love Florida so much. Um, and okay. uh, Florida beaches. Are you an East Coast or a West Coast person? 
Uh, I don't, oh, uh, I don't know. And wherever, wherever it's going to be hottest, to be honest with you, because some, you know, like you go, you go <laughs> probably Miami. Though. Yeah. I mean, my grandparents, um, had always had a house down like kind of in the Palm beach area, which is obviously super beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I loved it. So very, I'm a very, like the further South I can go, the better. Yep. And yeah, love Florida. That's awesome. Tegan, anything else you want to share with regards to your book or anything that's coming up for you? Um, no, I think, I mean, that's pretty much share it all online anyways, but it's, <laughs> it's just very excited for the book and, uh, we have lots of fun things happening this year. So it's cool to see everything kind of like starting to come to fruition. That's great. Well, we appreciate that you have been sharing your journey with us all these years and we're so proud of your success and nobody's surprised, you know, it's like you show up, you do the work, um, love the intention behind the work that you're doing and look forward to a killer 22. Thank you. Awesome. All right, Tegan. Well, thank you everyone for joining us on the Life with B podcast. You can check us out at thelifewithb.com or on Instagram at thelifewithb. And obviously, if, I'm sure everyone here already follows Tegan. I'm sure. Yes. Check out Half Baked Harvest as well. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was fun.